this morning's service, Psalms 139 and 14. If you have it, say amen. There's an old song. I just want to sing it because my mom loves it and it's her birthday. So allow me to sing it for her. Grandma's hands clapped in church on Sunday morning. Grandma's hands played the tambourine so well. Grandma's hands used to issue out a warning. She said, baby, don't you run so fast. Might fall on a piece of glass. There might be snakes in that grass, Grandma's hands. It's old, but y'all remember it? Help me sing it. Grandma's hands soothe the local unwed mother. Grandma's hands used to ache sometimes and swear. Grandma's hands used to lift her face and tell her she said, Baby, Grandma understands that you really love that man. But put your hands in Jesus' hand, Grandma said. That's for my mother. The word of the Lord. Psalms 139 and 14. My two sons are with me today. My oldest son, Stephen, on the organ, and my youngest son, Stephen, on the drums. I call him my blessing and my miracle. Psalms 139 and 14, the eight clause of that text says, I will praise thee. For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I will praise thee. I'm going to get excited about who I am. Because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I will brag about my being regardless to what you think about me. Because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I like to talk from the subject, I'm not every woman. Lord, bless this word today. Help us to discover who we are in you. In Jesus' name, amen. There are 6.8 billion people on this planet. And out of that number, over 3 billion are women. And out of three billion women in the world, there is no other woman on this earth like you. As I scan this crowd, I see the audiences filled with mothers, sisters, grandmothers, entrepreneurs, career women, retirees, stepmoms, daughters, entertainers, actors, authors, visionaries. Some women are tall, some are short, some are wide, some are narrow. Some have thick hair, some have thin hair, some have long hair, and some may have absolutely no hair at all. Whether light skin, dark skin, or red skin, every woman here is different because God created one you. Contrary to popular belief, we are more different than alike. I am a woman, but I'm not every woman because no two of us are the same. There has never been anyone just like you in the past, and there will never be anyone just like you in the future. Every woman in this house is a unique individual, wonderfully created and designed by God. Another woman might resemble you. 
She might have your personality, thinking capacity, and leadership style, but she is not you. Your girlfriend may have similar biological factors comparable to you. She may have your body size, body shape, body type, and color. But again, she is not you because God only created one you. You may even buy the same household products like another sister and shop at the same department stores like every other woman in America. In fact, you might even raise your children based upon the same principles as your mother and grandmother, but you are neither of them because there is no one like you in the entire world. Only one you exists on this earth. Oftentimes, we think we all ought to be the same, but we're not the same because we're different in background, we're different in our mental attitudes, and God deals with each one of us differently because he knows us personally. And that's the kind of God I want to serve, a God that will deal with me and deal with my situation according as I need him to. That lets me know that I can be me in God and you can be you in God. God will bless me according to my faith and he will bless you according to yours. Just because I'm not on your level does not mean that you're better than me. Just because you're not on my level does not mean I'm better than you. What it simply means is that God's program always takes the preeminence in the way he deals with each one of his children. As much as the world would desire you to believe that all women are the same, we are not the same. We are more different than alike. We are as different and distinct as the prints of our thumb. Even if you have an identical twin with the same DNA, you may look the same to us, but you are dissimilar because God only made one you. God has a divine reason and a divine motive for your conception. It is so unique to your personality, your gift, that no one can do you but you. In a very extraordinary and an exquisite way, you are the first and the last you. You are so valuable that God declared that you would be a designer original, a collectible, a limited edition of one. For this very reason, you should never feel undue pressure to be like other people because God did not make you like other people. You should never feel compelled or pressurized to be a copy of somebody else. We know it's very easy to duplicate because there are fake coaches, purses everywhere. It's very to duplicate because you got fake Louis Vuittons being sold on the groceries, in the grocery store. But there is a high price to being authentic. And anytime you allow the enemy to make you compete with others, you give God the impression that you don't like who he made, which is you. Please don't fight to become what you were not meant to be. Even God is not a duplicator, imitator, or replicator. God is the originator. That's why he made you an original one. You are not a sequel, women. You were born in original. 
God did not copy you from somebody else. Therefore, you should refuse at all times to live like a copy, and you certainly don't want to die as a copy. Don't waste a minute money on makeup trying to repeat the pattern of somebody else's life. The only person you have to be better than is the person you were yesterday. I know it's part of human curiosity to ponder about other people, but my question is, why would you want to be like somebody else when they don't have nothing on you? I can't speak for you, but I'm not in the competitive game. I like who God made. I love me. I don't look in no mirror talking about what's wrong with your hair. I look in the mirror and say, wait, God, you did that thing. You got to learn how to look in the mirror and appreciate yourself. Another woman don't have nothing on you. Uh, in our society, we put an incredible amount of importance on how we look. If you feel ugly, you can buy pretty. If you feel bad, you can buy better. If you don't like what you see, you can pay to change it. If parts of your body are too big, you pay to have them made smaller. If something is too small, you pay to make it bigger. There are creams to grow hair. There are creams to remove hair. There are hair pieces, hair plugs, hair transplants, and even spray hair in a can. We have weaves, we have wigs, we have clip-on hair. There are nips and there are tucks and there are injections that tighten. There are injections that let out. Liposuction, implants, facial scrubs, facelifts, Botox, nose jobs are money-making businesses. Just think if every woman in America woke up feeling good about her appearances, these businesses would collapse. Don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. I love makeup. MAC, CoverGirl, Neutrogena, Revlon, Bare Minerals. I love makeup. Maybelline, L'Oreal. I wear them all. Not at the same time, but I do wear them all. They may enhance me, but guess what? They don't make me who I am. It is God's makeup. It is God's makeup that sets you apart. It is God's design of you that sets you apart. It is the makeup that God used to put you together that sets you apart. It's the unique qualities that God put in you when you became a new creature in him that makes you different. It is the lipstick of a kind tongue, the powder of praise, the blush of purity, the foundation of godliness, the eyeliner of comparison, and the mascara of sincerity that makes you rare and set you apart. Sadly, the world we live in glamorizes and idolizes perfection, constantly telling us lies that we aren't enough. You are not thin enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not creative enough. You're not smart enough. Your hair isn't colored enough. Your teeth isn't white enough. Yeah, just uh, Your clothes are not stylish enough. Just anything to make you spend money. Well, if the market is dependent on Barbara Bryant to make them richer, they are going to be broke because I am on a mission to tell every woman that I see that you are enough because when God made you he completed you he put in you everything you needed to fulfill your purpose in life Ah, you look so bright in God you ought to start wearing glasses every day because your future is bright and you are bright 
Ephesians 2 and 10 says, for we are God's handiwork. In other words, we are God's masterpiece. Every woman in this building is God's masterwork. God broke the mold when he made you. Some of you are not sure if it was a cut or a compliment, but it's a compliment. Uh, because when God made you, he did not feel the need to repeat what he just created. Your creation, the making and the molding of you was so good to God that creating a duplicate of you was off the table. When you read Genesis 1 and 1, it talks about creation. God is the speaker and over and over again, he uses the word good to describe the work of his hands. In Genesis 1 and 31, the Bible says, then God saw all that he had made and saw that it was good. God created you. He made you. He designed you then he stepped back to look at you and he concluded it is good God has an opinion of you not sort of good not kind of good not I wish it was good God looked at you and said it is good I know there's a myth that goes, if I look good, then I must be good, wrong. Maybe you have physical traits that you feel are not as pretty as another person, wrong again. You are good because God said you are good. Stop being self-critical. Stop putting yourself down. Stop comparing yourself to somebody else and don't let nobody make you feel less than them because it don't get no better than you. Ah, in the words of the movie Help, let me just tell you, you is kind, you is smart, and you is important. And may I add, you is pretty. Fat, skinny, overweight, underweight, light skin, dark skin, red skin, it don't matter. From God's perspective, it's all good. Don't let anybody devalue you. Don't you reduce who you are. Do not underestimate your value. Do not underrate or downplay your self-worth to anybody. And please don't hang out with somebody that don't want you. You need to be on the A-list. Why you want to be on the A-list? Uh, you don't have to be in a dumb clique. You on God's main list. Start hanging out with people who appreciate you. There are six billion people in the world. I'm sure you can find one out of six billion to appreciate who you are. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Make up in your mind that you will not be stressed out and overwhelmed and burdened down because somebody don't appreciate who you are. I don't care how much money he has and what kind of car he drives. You are a good thing created by God. If he don't want you, tell mister to get the stippin' because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Don't let anybody belittle you. Next time some jealous, twisted person attempts to belittle you, just put on your cover girl face and look at them in the face and say, don't come for me unless I sin for you. You better learn how to appreciate who you are. <laughs> Women of God, God made us in a special way. You are not common, you are not average. 
God made you and sent you into the world hot off the press. You are exclusive. You are exceptional. You are eye-catching. You are spectacular, striking, and stunning. You are custom-made. You are custom-built. Your individual uniqueness is God-designed. Your one-of-a-kind qualities are tailor-fit to you. Every time you look in the mirror, you ought to be saying, way to go, God. You did something with me. Ah, you ought to be saying, oh, my God. Oh, good God Almighty. Ah, you ought to look in the mirror and take your own self to the store and buy your Nordstrom purse. You ought to look your own self in the mirror and go buy your own uh, fake curtain. You don't wait for no man or woman to do something for you. You so good looking, you ought to just walk in the store and say, put it up. Who is it for? Me. It's for me. I'm doing me today. My sisters in the Lord, you are one of the most powerful reflections of God. You are so powerful that God only needed one of your kind. And it's time to start acting like you're one of a kind. Somebody said, what is one of a kind called? It's called unique. And the word unique means to be uncommon, rare quality, without an equal or equivalent, which means God did not create you or design you to be anybody else because there is nobody else on this earth that could ever be equal or equivalent to you. You are qualified to do you. God gave you the audacity to do you. So do you. You need to do you right now. Stop taking care of everybody else and forgetting about you. I know it's Mother's Day, but the next time you go to the store with your children and you see your budget can't match what's in the basket, uh, don't be like our mother's taking everything for us out. Tell Johnny, put the snicker bar back. You're not getting potato chips today because mama's going to get what she wants in the basket because it's time for me to do me. Ah, oh, it's time to step up your game and do you. What does that mean? It means becoming the person God had in mind when he created you. The God of creation is most pleased when you find joy in being you because the task of life is not what you do, it's who you become. There is a you you want to be and you need to start liking yourself because no matter where you go, you take yourself with you. God is the one who made you and he's the one who formed you. You are the result of God. You are the result of a thought of God. God thought you up. God did not randomly drop you into this world. He created you because he wanted you here. It doesn't matter if you were a surprise or a slip up to your parents. You were not a surprise or a slip up to God. You are the purpose of God, the goal of God, the intent of God, and the conception of God. And when he created you, he expressed himself in you in order for you to be you. God's to do list involves your true self. Do not let the world define you. The quality and eminence of your being is defined by God because only the manufacturer of a product has the knowledge to describe and specify what he has made.
made. Only the creator of a thing can adequately define the thing he has created. Only the designer knows what he has designed. Don't you be like Silly from the movie The Color Purple telling people I may be black, I may be ugly, but I'm still here. God does not have an identity crisis and you shouldn't have one either. You better reverse that thing and say I may be black, but I'm certainly not ugly and I show is pretty because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. We've all heard the slogan, image is everything, image is everything with God. Why God? Genesis 1 and 27 says God made us in his own image. He made us after his likeness. We are the only creature in the Bible that has this unique trait because God wanted us to resemble him. It is the image of God within us that moves us with compassion. It is the image of God within us that gives us the desire to be more like him. We must comprehend that our God image is real. It goes to the very core of who we are. It represents the attributes of God living in our human design. We are the work of a benevolent God. Psalms 103 says, for it is he who has made us and not we ourselves. God's hands made you. His hands made me. God created our innermost being. He created us out of his spirit and out of his love. He fashioned every detail of us. We were made and designed by a perfect creator. We were formed by God, shaped by God to reflect the will of God. And I strongly believe God wants to see women who resemble him. God didn't just throw you together because he needed another person on earth. He created you from a place of reverence and respect. Psalms 139 and 13 says he knitted you together in your mother's womb. We were woven in the fabric of our being before we were born. God took his time to make everything about you. God took great care in creating you just the way you are and in case you didn't know it, Mark chapter gospel 7 and 7 lets us know that God does all things well. With great deliberation and design God made you. You are a unique reflection of divine beauty made the way you are for a specific purpose. Every curve, every bend, every bump was purposeful and then he topped it off with his glory which is the beauty of his spirit. The psalmist says I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Ah, Before I talk about praise let's deal with the word fearfully and wonderfully. The word fearfully it means to have a respect and a reverence for God it means you are going to respect the person God made you it means you are going to appreciate and cherish the new unique individual that you are the word fearfully also means impress admiration and astonishment that God made you in a manner to impress and astonish other folks uh, that's why people keep looking at you your slip ain't hanging you just look good God said you are made fearfully and I made you to impress other people. Stop apologizing for who you are. When you walk in the room, you are supposed to get attention. Don't you explain to another person why you have what you have, why you look the way you do, why you drive
job what you drive while you live where you live stop trying to explain it and stop trying to give it away stop trying to buy you some friends because they still gonna talk about you anyway it's time out for trying to satisfy people you better look at yourself in the mirror and if you don't have but two sisters to go with you tell goodness and mercy come on we going by ourselves oh you gotta learn Got to learn to let your opinion haters talk. Uh, I just gave you a new word, opinion haters. Uh, let your opinion haters talk. Uh, they are supposed to be jealous of you. Uh, ain't but one of you on the earth. Uh, that's why people are looking at you. You're supposed to be different. Uh, the word wonderfully means to be distinct, unique, set apart, excellent, great, uh, marvelous, astounding, amazing, prodigious, uh, phenomenal, which means you are not ordinary. Uh, you are extraordinary. Uh, the formation of your body, the development of your mind, your personality, your emotions, uh, and psychological makeup is God-designed. Uh, you are not any kind. You are God-kind. Uh, you are not just any kind. You are one of a kind. Uh, you are the outcome of a created genius. Uh, do not lose touch of who you really are. Uh, you can't afford to forfeit who you are in this season of your life. Why? Because your blessings are attached to you not a counterfeit of you Ah, when David, when David thought about who he was huh, and who made him and liberated him. Huh, and I believe when you begin to understand the greatness of this verse, huh, you will be liberated from the negative opinions of others. Huh, whether you recognize it or not, huh, there is a seduction in the land huh, to lead women away from their God-ordained direction. Huh, the enemy is doing all that he can huh, to stop women from becoming all that God has has created them to be. Uh, unfortunately, so many women have been deceived uh, into marginalizing their individuality uh, in order to fit into a dying and a decaying world. Uh, many have settled for terrible substitutes. Uh, some have traded their self-worth for worldly replacements. Uh, others have created their own image by absorbing the world in which we live instead of letting God's image express itself through them. Uh, we have misaligned the purpose of our being uh, and our existence uh, but it's time to reveal the God in you. Uh, it's time to show the world and the devil our true colors. Uh, you are not an ordinary woman. Uh, you are not a run-of-the-mill woman. Uh, you are not another one of those women. Uh, you are not some casual and meaningless product of creation. Uh, you are God's woman. Uh, and the moment you start seeing the greatness of who you are uh, you will get yourself up uh, pick yourself up uh, and use the authority of the Holy Ghost uh, and tell the devil right in his face uh, I am somebody Yes, you are a woman, but you are not every woman. Yes, you are a woman, but you are not every woman. Yes, you are a woman, but you are not every woman. You are no Shaka Khan wrote a song. I'm every woman, it's all in me. Anything you want done, baby, I'll do it naturally. Before I 
got saved, I sang the song and I danced to it as well. But when I met Jesus, I realized that I'm not every woman. It ain't all in me. There is some stuff I will not do. There are some places I will not go. There are some women I won't even hang out with. There are some men I won't even let take me on a date because I'm not every woman. Don't get it twisted. I'm a woman of God. I'm a follower of Christ. I'm a co-heir with Christ. I have a relationship with God. I'm chosen, adopted into a royal family. I am a woman, but I'm not every woman because my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Yes, I'm a woman, but I'm not every woman. I'm called to be me. There's nothing wrong with me. I just know who I am. There's nothing bothering me. I just know what God called me to be. I'm chosen. I'm gifted. I'm anointed and appointed. I make no excuse for being highly favored by God. I make no excuse for walking in victory. I am a woman, but I'm not every woman. I know God because I know who made me. I'm far above rubies. I'm special and priceless. I'm a royal girl. I'm not pitiful. I'm priceless. I sit in heavenly places. I represent the God of my salvation. I'm a daughter of the king. I'm a wonderful maid. I'm fearfully made. I'm a king's kid. I've been bought with a price. Washed in the blood of Jesus. The reason I don't gossip. The reason I refuse to be in your clique. I'm not every woman. I don't play the devil. I slay the devil. I don't whine. I worship. I don't gripe. I faint. I don't survive. I use rejection for my direction. I turn pain into purpose. I elevate my faith above my feelings. Girlfriend, I'm not your average woman. I got father figures. I'm favored and fabulously designed. I'm power loaded. I'm a powerhouse because I'm filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. I don't have chronic behavior. I got God character. I'm not impoverished. I'm empowered. My circumstances don't define me. They refine me. You sit next to not an ordinary woman because I am a woman, but I'm not every woman. I know how to go through hell and yet come out of it. I know how to go through a storm and make it through it. Don't get it twisted. I'm not every woman. I can take $10 and make a meal for three days. Don't get it twisted. I'm not every woman. I may be frustrated, but I'm still functional. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm an overcomer. Greatness is in me. I'm covered with the blood of Jesus. When you look at me, I got to praise him. When I look at me, I got to give God praise. After all I've been through, I'm still here. 
when I look at me, I got to lift him up. That's why David says, I will praise thee because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I will praise you. I'm going to praise you when I'm up because I'm going to need you when I'm down. I'm going to praise you when it's good because I'm going to need you when it's bad. I will praise you for all that you've done for little old me. Women of God, I want to tell you to give God a praise for how he made you. Give God a praise for who you are. Give God a praise for what he's done. Give God a praise for how he kept you. Give God a praise because he never left you. Give God a praise. He rocked you in the midnight hour. Give God a praise. He kept you when other folks left you. Every chance you get, you ought to look at yourself in the mirror and say, Lord, I've got to praise you. Lord, I give you the glory. You are great to be praised. Somebody that believes that you are a woman, but not every woman. Lift your hands all over this house and give God praise. Come on, praise him. Praise him. Come on, praise him. Praise him. Come on, you got two seconds. You got ten seconds. Give him praise. Give him praise. Just high five another two or three sisters and tell them I'm not every woman. I'm not every woman. I've been trying to tell you. Don't mess with me. I'm not every woman. Some of y'all ain't move. You better high five two or three people. You have what you say, decree it and declare. Tell them don't get it twisted. I'm not, I'm a woman, but I'm not every woman. Huh? Every head bow. It's Mother's Day, it's Women's Day, but it is also the Lord's Day. And I know there are some women in here who the enemy has been tormenting your mind, making you feel that you're less than somebody else. But the devil is a liar. You are special. You are wonderful. You are fearfully made. It don't matter if you're married. It don't matter if you're single. It don't matter if you're size 26. Uh, size two, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Every head bow. I want to pray for those that are here today. You're saying after hearing this message, I'm ready to do me. I'm ready to do me. This is my season to do me. I've done everybody else. But I realize today Beyonce don't have nothing on me. I'm ready to do me. Lift your hand where you are. If I'm talking to you, you say, I'm ready to do me. But you can't do you for real until you know Jesus Christ. Jesus makes the difference. Without him, you, you are just a woman. But when you accept Jesus Christ in your life, you're no longer every woman. You are God's woman. You say, I'm here and I want to become God's woman. I don't know him. I want to know Jesus. 
What a wonderful mother gift, Mother's Day gift you can give your mother by accepting Jesus Christ in your life. If you're here and you say, I want to accept him, I'm ready to be God's woman. You don't have to be ashamed. We all walked this aisle once before. We all thought it was all in us. And until we met Jesus, we realized that it ain't all in us. There's some stuff, some places, some things you don't have to do. If you're here and you want to accept Jesus Christ, raise your hand where you are. Raise your hand, raise your hand, and raise it high. If your hand is lifted, just run on down here to the altar. Run on down here, even in the balcony. You say, I know Jesus and I'm ready. I need strength to do me. Kids pulling on me, job pulling on me, other folks pulling on me, I'm ready to do me. If that's you, lift your hand where you are. We're gonna pray for you today that you walk out of here in the power of the Holy Ghost, that you have the ability now to say no. Some of you don't know how to say no, you're yes to everything. If you're here, lift your hand where you are. Come on down here to the altar. There are prayer altars here ready to pray with you. They're ready to pray with you. Shattered, but I'm not broken. Wounded, but time will.